Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show. I am so happy that you chose to spend a few minutes with me this week as we talk salt. You know, we try, we strive, you know, we might get knocked down while we get back on the horse because we want to support abundant living today. That's an acronym for SALT. You know, we want to live our passionate lives in five areas. You know, we want to have passion and the love of what we do, feeding our minds, feeding our bodies, being present for our family life, loving the work we do that supplies the finances for us to live this wonderful life, and then giving back to community. What does that look like? All of those things, those are those five areas that we really truly believe comes together and that's where we can focus on salt supporting abundant living today. So thank you for joining me today. I, uh, I'm going to ask a question. What color rose are you? Hmm. Ponder that thought and be back with me in about five seconds and we'll get to today's topic. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Amanda Rollett Show. So, so, so happy that you're here today. Well, the question I posed at the beginning was, what color rose are you? And the reason I even came to this topic, you know, this week, the Bobby Dude gave me roses for Mother's Day. And I always love to get flowers from the Bobby Dude. And I've gotten lots of flowers over the years. He's, he's really, really very, very sweet about giving giving flowers. But, you know, over the years, you know, you get different kinds of, of flowers. So as I was pondering my Mother's Day present and the, and all the roses, I was thinking, what do all these different color roses mean? You know, like there's white roses, there's yellow roses, there's green roses. I don't even know there's, but there's black roses. But there's apricot roses and coral roses and peach roses and just multicolored and all those things. And I, I was just thinking, I wonder if there's a quiz out there that tells you what color rose you are. And of course there is. There is a personality quiz for everything. (laughs) And I thought, you know, as I was kind of looking at some stuff, I also learned this fact. Did you know that the rose is the favorite flower of 85% of Americans? I thought that was really high percentage. I mean, we see roses all the time, but that's, there's also other beautiful flowers, but 85% of Americans choose roses. So I was wondering, you know, what color rose best matched me? So I took the quiz and we'll, we'll give you the link to the quiz that are actually the two quizzes because I wasn't taking the, <laughs> I wasn't taking the uh, results of the first quiz. So I had to take another quiz and uh, I have to be honest and tell you that the results were the same. So I took the quiz and I'm a red rose. That is the rose that defines me. And then I kind of looked that up and it was like, that means passion and love. And I'm like, well, I can appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. It also means classic. You're very classic. You're traditional. And I'm like, well, yeah, that does that does kind of define me. But in my mind, my favorite rose is apricot roses. It's a little bit deeper than the peach and it's kind of like that coral color, that those beautiful apricot roses. And so I looked that up and that symbolizes desire and excitement. Perfect for you know, when you're starting something new. And I'm like, well, that kind of defines me too. But unfortunately, 
I have to be truthful and I have to say that I did not like the results because I thought, well, I'm not just a red rose. Everybody's a red rose. They're not. They're absolutely not. But the first quiz said I was a red rose. That was the color that best defined me based on you know my answers. And so then I found another quiz and I took it again. And well, I was a red rose for that one too. <laughs> so maybe you'll have some fun determining what color rose you are. But anyway, back to the story. The Bobby dude gave me roses for Mother's Day and they were white roses with red tips. Very beautiful, very, very pretty. And when he gets them, he's, he's always so wonderful too. He uncarts them and, you know, snips the edges and fills the vase and puts the stuff in the water. And, you know, it's just, he just makes them just beautiful. And they just started to bloom out or open up or whatever you want to call it, you know, and they start to just kind of open up. And I thought, you know, as I looked at that, at those roses in, in the vase, I thought, you know, sometimes I feel like that rose that's all wound up tight, very constricted. And I, I think, you know what I mean? It's when, you know, the roses, you first get them, they're just, you, they're just so, so wound up and so tight. And sometimes I feel that way. That's the way I feel because I don't want to let anybody in. Maybe I feel like I don't want to let anybody in because they won't understand me on the one hand, or maybe they'll judge me, you know, maybe I'll be the one that gets hurt. I know that I have felt like that constricted rose, but then when I look at that tightly wound up rose, the one that's bound so close together on the one hand, you know, I, I feel all those feelings because I've, I've been there, I've been that rose. But when I look next door to it, there was a rose that was opening up. And it wasn't fully opened up, but it was opening up and I could actually begin to see the beauty within the rose. And what I mean is I still see it tightly formed in the middle. You know, it was still constricted in the very, very middle, but out, you know, the outlying layers started to release and they were beautiful. So each petal, as you begin to kind of look at it, each petal, when you look into the top of a rose, when you hover over the top and you're just kind of, you know, inspecting it, each petal is interlocked with the petal before it and after it, kind of like us, right? Everything we are, you know, who we are at our core touches everything that we do. Who we are as a person affects how we mother. Who I am at my core affects how I mother or what kind of spouse I am or how I choose to show up for my job on any given day. Because every part of us is layered in and it affects every other part of us. And then I began to inspect the vase (laughs) and I saw another rose in my vase that was in full bloom. The outer petals were not only open, but they were so open that they were almost like bending, you know, backwards as if to bear their whole soul to the world and let the light in. The middle was the interesting piece here. The middle that was once so wound up and so tight that you couldn't even, you know, get a finger in there was now so open that I could almost feel the freedom. You could truly see the beauty, but the fragrance was the thing that I noticed about the open bloom. That was the interesting piece, the beautiful fragrance. I could smell it several inches away. Unlike the bound up blossom that I had to virtually bury my nose in, 
to smell anything. Aren't we kind of like that sometimes? When we open up and we shed the fear of being rejected, when we shed the fear of being judged, when we shed the fear of being closed off to the whole world, when we get rid of that being in self-protect mode, when we really open up, we come to life. We bloom. And you know, in order for these roses in the vase to fully bloom out, they have to drink the water, soak up the water in that vase. When we strive to drink in the nourishment of feeding our minds and our bodies as healthy living and living passionately, when we feed our families with our love, when we are fulfilled in the work that we do every day, and when we see our community growing by what we do and how we contribute, we are blooming and others can see it too. You feel it, you know it, and whether you you realize it or not, you are giving off this sweet fragrance of confidence, peace, joy, gratitude, and those around you are affected. They smell it. They feel the vibrations. You're being vulnerable to open up. Bloom gives others permission to do it too. And that's really kind of this aha that I had. You know, the faster, and here's something else that I I was paying attention to. The faster my roses drink up water in the vase, the more beautiful and masterfully they open and bloom. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that some bouquets of roses you get never open and they just dry up and die still in the the vase in the same shape, tightly bound in which you received them? I've had those roses. I bet you've had them too. I don't want to be like those roses. I wonder what happened to them. Maybe they started the same way, but even my vase filled with water was not affected. When I've had those roses that never open up, they never drank in heartily. You know, they never just drank up the water. Like the roses that the Bobby dude just gave me, he kept replacing water because they were just drinking it up. But then they were, you were seeing that. So when you like drink in, you know, nourishment, when you feed your mind good stuff, when you feed your body good stuff, when you feed your family with your love and your time and your dedication and, and all that, you are blooming and you're actually, you're affecting the people around you. So when, when they hardly drank, they didn't bloom. They didn't open up. They just died the same way they came. My theory is this. They did not reach their full potential because they shut themselves off from the thing that gives them life. In this case, the water. So let's don't shut ourselves off from the things that give us life. Like, what are you saying? Okay, Amanda, what, what are you saying? What gives us life? How are you feeding your mind? How are you growing today? How are you becoming a better person today than you were yesterday? What kind of things are you feeding your mind? Are you just humdrum watching, you know, TikTok videos and Facebook posts? Or are you feeding your mind with books that are helping you get from this place to the next place? Are you reading things that are going to challenge you to grow as a person? Because as you grow, 
you help others grow. It just naturally is overflowing. You read great articles, listen to great podcasts that grow you in this journey of life, that help you to become better today than you were yesterday. What about great things, salt things for the body, good exercise, taking time to devote to your health and wellness, taking a a walk around the block, doing some stretching, feeding your body good food, good nourishment laughing sometimes uncontrollably at funny things because we all need that for a healthy living. What about great family time? Purposefully plan time with your family. Purposefully plan for fun. And when you do that, you're going to see passion and salt return on so many levels. There's great opportunities that exist for us to advance in our workplace enjoy the work that we do, great opportunities to help our communities and help those in in need or help our community grow. These things keep us growing. If we stop drinking up life-giving opportunities, we're going to shrivel up and disappear, just like the roses that never opened up and fully bloomed. Instead, we want to bloom, right? We want to bloom so big that our blossoms can't be overlooked. And as a matter of fact, if we bloom that big, then we're going to cause others to look and see what is going on. What's going on over there? What's going on over there in, in your life? Though? Because you're just opened up. You're just so big. And I don't mean that in a self-grandizement way by any means. I just want us all to bloom and bloom as big as you can. Some of us may bloom bigger than others. It's okay. But we're not comparing ourselves to our neighbor. We're on our own journey. But I want us all to bloom as big as we can and encourage others to take risks and bloom too. We do not want to live a life where our existence, very existence, is shut off and so tightly wound that we lose our very self. We want to drink in life so we can learn and be open to the possibilities that God has for you and for me. I know that's the life I want, and that's the life I want for each of you too. Think of the possibilities. Think of how if we we become a little vulnerable, if we start to open up, And let the light in, let the water in, drink up the nourishment. We are going to bloom. And I just thought about that this week as the Bobby Dude had given me a beautiful bouquet of roses. And I got to thinking, well, what kind of rose am I? Well, you know, I would love to know what kind of rose you are (laughs) too. So you might want to DM me or send me a a note. If you took the quiz, I'd love to hear from you. And we'll post a couple of those quizzes because there's a quiz for everything post a couple of those quizzes in our show notes and all, but I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for another week of the Amanda Rollert Show where we talk salt. And this week, you know, let's just strive. Let's make it a point to strive to open up a little in a place that we may have found ourselves a little closed off. We all do it and we might even not be really conscious that we're doing it, but don't close yourself off to the possibility to grow into something that you weren't yesterday. So I thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. 
challenge yourself. Go take the quiz and see what color rose you are. Tell a friend about it. Let them do it too. And then have a great conversation about it. Take care, everybody. Have a great and blessed rest of the week. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.